Hello, my name is Emma and welcome to this episode of Legal Perks Business Breakdown. On this episode, we will be exploring Amazon, the global leader for marketplace online shopping. I will take you through the evolution of Amazon, its global expansion and what Amazon does. I will also consider the legal issues in employment and human rights that Amazon have been under fire for. I'm excited to break down Amazon and I hope that you're excited too. Amazon had very humble roots. Jeff Bezos, also a household name due to his founding of Amazon, amazingly built Cadabra, as Amazon was originally named, in his garage in Washington in 1994. Jeff Bezos originally, with his first few employees, packed books and took them to the post office themselves. The backstory of Amazon is that Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie opened an online bookstore in Seattle because of the city's reputation as a tech hub and because Washington's small population meant that they wouldn't have to charge sales taxes to most of their customer base. Bezos financed the company with $10,000 of his own personal assets. To show the lack of funds the company had, his first few employees worked in the early days using doors as desks. To think that the largest internet retailer in the US was built by one man out of a garage is quite surprising. In 1995, the company made its official debut and the name Cadabra was changed to Amazon, reportedly after Jeff Bezos' lawyer revealed that he had heard the original name as Cadaver. Bezos thought that Amazon was more authoritative and that the meaning behind the name is that similarly to the Amazon River being the largest river basin in the world, Amazon, the company, would aim to have its business scale as the largest in the world. The company was originally selling books and the tagline in reference to the name Amazon was Earth's biggest bookstore. It wasn't until 1996 the Amazon increased its employee number and moved out of Bezos' garage into a small warehouse as its headquarters. In 1997, Amazon issued its IPO on the stock market at $18 per share. In 1998, Bezos took over multiple companies including Drugstore.com, Pets.com and Overstock.com. Amazon went public giving it a valuation of $300 million. When filing, Bezos made sure to say to potential investors that he expected it to have substantial operating losses in the foreseeable future due to heavy investments in an attempt to beat book superstores like Barnes & Noble. The closing price of Amazon's shares on their first day of trading was $1.96. Despite Amazon having a warehouse and growing into a proper business with real revenue and assets, many investors wrote it off as another dot-com fever dream, destined to not go very far and be decimated by shops like Barnes & Noble. The irony of this is clear to us now, as we can see how online shopping has developed into a superpower. Amazon expanded and started selling CDs and DVDs. The music section launched with 125,000 titles, more than the average physical music store, and allowed shoppers to listen to song clips as well as view recommendations matched to their mood, foreshadowing many current streaming service features we have now. Amazon patented the ability to purchase an item online with the click of a mouse, called OneClick, and sued Barnes & Noble for infringement, forcing other websites to license the technology until the patent expired in 2017. 
Around the same time, although Amazon survived the dot-com crash, it did lose out and it was forced to make 15% of its workforce redundant before the stock price recovered. However, as demand increased, Amazon opened a second distribution centre in Delaware to serve customers on the East Coast. Showing the traction that Amazon was getting, Bezos was Time Magazine's Person of the Year in 1999, dubbing him the King of Cybercommerce. At age 35, Bezos is the fourth youngest recipient of the distinction. Further, showing the growth of Amazon, the logo was changed to be a curved arrow pointing from A to Z, the logo that we all know now. The marketplace also now engaged in an effort to incentivize the shift to online shopping and therefore began to offer free shipping on orders over $100 and open to third-party sellers. In 2001, Amazon made its first profit, a profit of $5 million on revenues of more than $1 billion, which was a huge step forward for online shopping, which was still a relatively new concept. To further consolidate the integration of Amazon into other online platforms, in 2017-2, Amazon Web Services developed a platform for developers to include features of the Amazon website into their own sites. In the same vein of the original book objective of Amazon, in 2002, they allowed consumers to search for specific keywords in a search inside the book feature launched on Amazon, a control F key for books, so to say. In 2005, Amazon Prime, the company's membership program, was introduced, showing a shift away from the original purpose of book selling and showing the branching out of the company. Amazon also offered at this point over 400 apparel brands in its online store, electronics, toys, kitchenware and even magazine subscriptions. What most people won't know is that Amazon also released Amazon Simple Storage an online storage service in 2006. Around the same time, several new services were introduced, including Amazon Fresh, their own delivery service for groceries, Amazon Music and Amazon Kindle. The starting price of the Kindle was $399. These are services that are widely popular now, so it is interesting to see that they debuted so early and have been around for quite a long time. To promote business through advertisement, Amazon released a paid search feature called Product Ads to allow investors to drive Amazon traffic back to their own websites, with the sale of paperback books as the main purpose of Amazon being well in the past. In 2010, for the first time, sales of Kindle books surpassed the sales of printed books. This was simply a byproduct of an increasingly efficient, technologically and environmentally aware world. Amazon also launched a subscribe and save program to offer discounts on items delivered monthly. Kindle Fire was also introduced around this time. 2012 was an important year for Amazon, with Amazon surpassing Google in customer searches and the company branching out into Amazon supply to provide industrial scientific goods, evidencing Amazon's contributions to science and many sectors of society, including Prime Pantry providing a delivery service for dry goods and non-perishable groceries for Prime members. Evidencing the manpower of Amazon and contributing to its fast next-day delivery unique selling point, Prime members in Manhattan were given access to one-hour delivery.
showing its global expansion, Amazon bought Joyo, the largest online book retailer in China, for $75 million and renamed it Amazon China. Amazon also bought the online shoe retailer Zappos in an all-stock deal worth nearly $900 million. Despite attempts to penetrate the shoe market, Amazon hadn't been able to catch up with Zappos.com, which provides free returns and overnight shipping. This is an example of Amazon not being able to beat them, so they instead joined them and allowed them to operate under the same CEO due to the current success of Zappos. Interestingly, Amazon also bought Kyva Systems, a Massachusetts-based maker of warehouse robot, for $775 million. The deal allows Amazon to amp up automation at its fulfillment centres, delivering products faster and with less need for human staff. In 2014, Amazon unveiled its first and last smartphone with its Fire Phone, but the phone flopped, forcing Amazon to seize production the following year. In 2015, after Amazon was under fire for supposedly causing the decline of independent bookstores across the US, Amazon opened its own physical retail shop in Seattle, selling books. Amazon now has 15 bookstores in cities across the United States. In 2015, on Amazon's 20th birthday, Amazon marketed this by introducing the Dash button and launching Prime Day and making more customers eligible for two-day shipping. This introduction of Prime Day paid off, as in 2017, Amazon Prime Day set a new record with sales growing by more than 60% compared to 2016. The marketplace makes even more headlines when it announced the acquisition of Whole Foods. This contributed to the growth of Amazon reaching 100 million Prime members in 2018 allowing Amazon to buy land for its fleet of cargo jets, showing that Amazon truly has a hand in everything. Amazon, Amazon has moved into almost every imaginable type of product, media and service. In 2018, it accounted for nearly half of online retail sales. In 2018, Amazon also reached a $1 trillion market cap, only the second company to pass that threshold after Apple. At the quarter century mark, Amazon had 647,500 employees, occupied 288.4 million square feet of real estate and accounted for nearly half of online retail in the United States. However, Amazon has come under fire from civil rights groups, presidential candidates, antitrust regulators and its own employees on issues ranging from facial recognition technology to its light federal income tax bill. Through it all, the company has maintained its intense focus on the customer, sometimes critics argue to the detriment of everyone else. Some of the main criticisms of Amazon and its violations in human rights have been that Amazon have profited off child labour, with hundreds of children being reported to have made Amazon's Alexa, working overnight and overtime. Another human rights violation that Amazon came under fire for was that they sell clothing from a factory which is blacklisted for its poor safety conditions. The Wall Street Journal recently found that sellers on Amazon have been listing clothing from a factory so dangerous that most other major retailers will not buy from it. This factory has no fire alarms and doors that lock from the outside to keep workers trapped inside. 
A fact you probably won't be aware of is that Amazon have also been under fire by advocates trying to solve the human rights crisis in terms of immigration on the US-Mexico border, with Amazon technology allowing the department and its agencies to track and apprehend immigrants. Amazon also works with Palantir, which has over $150 million in contracts with the ICE. Amazon have also had issues and have been known to push back against unionisation, reportedly making Whole Foods managers watch anti-union training videos. Amazon has also allowed labour abuses on farms supplying to Whole Foods. A recent report from Oxfam found workers with 14-hour days with limited rest breaks and limited access to restrooms. The report also found that workers reported developing allergies and serious skin diseases as a result of working with pesticides and other chemicals without adequate protection on farms supplying to Whole Foods. After these issues were brought to light and campaigned for, Amazon raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I hope that this breakdown will allow you enough background on Amazon to follow any news related to it, and I think it has been interesting to hear the breakdown of this leading global marketplace. Thank you for joining me this week for the Legal Perk Business Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of Amazon, and I hope you can join us next week for our Tech Tuesday.